Skulljack. Hey up, how's it doing? And welcome to Skulljack. This is episode 10. Last episode, we were analysing the meta as the Huddersfield Star Championship was approaching, and now it's been gone. I'm talking to Steve, a new top forward in the event. I was going to record after each round, but that became impossible as I uh, slept in. In my defence, my girlfriend was away all weekend, so I man caved the bedroom. Didn't get any sleep the night before, but luckily I planned for it. Woke up two hours early, built some decks, but I made the mistake of building them in bed. And then I made the mistake of putting my head down on the pillow, and then suddenly it was 12 o'clock. So like the knobhead I am, I missed it. But as I mentioned before, Stephen didn't, because he's a pro. Tom also recorded some of the matches uh, with a video camera, so hopefully they're going to be going up on YouTube ASAP. Uh, okay, if you want to get in contact with the podcast, search for us at Facebook, just tap in Skulljack. If Twitter's is at Skulljackcast, that's at Skulljackcast. Email is skulljackpodcast at gmail.com, skulljackpodcast at gmail.com. Right, the wait is over. Here is episode 10 for the Sfield Star Championship. Uh, yeah, it was it was uh, nineteen people, four rounds, top four. Um, Evil Gaz won. Evil Gaz won. Yeah, he Gary was, B. Yeah, he was playing uh, HBTF and Wizard. Mm. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I took my usual Wizard and Astro Bollocks. Made a couple of changes though. I put in Little Engine, just because obviously it's really good against fast. Didn't use it that much over the matches though. Um, and Wizard, I took out Clot. Which didn't really seem to be much of a hindrance. That's fair. That's what since Wizard doesn't run like all the clone chips anymore. Oh uh, well, I like still clone, run. I still run two clone chips. You still run two. Yeah, I've got my inference is just Levy clone chips, Parasite. Um, can't remember what else now. Yeah, it's still a fair amount though. Fair enough. But um, so no, no clock required. Not really. Like it was mainly because like I didn't really believe CJ when he said well, when I said to him, how do you deal with fast advance without clock and it was like just medium and turntable yeah and it kind of works it's true yeah, like if you're yeah. able to get like if, even if they do sneak out the first Astro it's not that exactly like exactly like I even I won a harpsichord match in my second round basically because I installed turntable turn one. Oh really yeah oh no that was it it was because uh, his first thing was just score of breaking news okay and I was like got turntable I should probably take that away from you mm. put it down ran Astro and I was like Ah, oh, it's like your heart's good. You're probably trying to kill me, so I switched those. Oh, and he was like, "Yeah, that's that's kind of screwed me up." That's a good move. Um, that was Stephen from Manchester. Cool. He was playing also Ian Sterling as well. Oh, nice. Uh, with uh, off-campus apartment, which was quite fun. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much just, it's just everything just goes on there as standard. And um, Ian Sterling must teach or something at a university because <laughs> why? Because oh, yeah. every, everybody runs off-campus in Ian Sterling. Kind of, it does work though. I mean, it's uh, he basically whipped out the source pretty much immediately, mm. which meant I was like, oh, okay, right now I need to score. Well, I managed to score an Astro with San San and a Biotic, right? Just because I was able to sit back and get loads of money because he wasn't really running, mm. he was just setting up um, as Ian does. Yeah, and, and do. I then sneakily put a um, what's it called, fifteen minutes on the table. Mm. Uh, he had the source out didn't have a four guy because uh, he used it on the first asteroid scored mm. and then I popped that and then he lost his source and he didn't have any way to get the source back so then that was like okay right now I've got free wearing fast advance so that one closed that one out pretty so I won my first match against Tom Kent 
yeah. What was playing. Kent bringing? Uh, he brought Polana and uh, Kate. Any specific blend of Polana? Polana, it was basically what you see out of RP out of Polana. It was okay. a, a four-server game. Mm. Uh, I, yeah, I four-nilled him pretty heavily. Nice. He uh, His Kate took a while to get his clot stuff out, and I managed to think... I think I scored my last two agendas with... Biotic install CVS advance advance advance, or uh, then fast advance or something. I can't remember. I think once I scored my first Astra, I could then use CVS and Biotic to get out yeah. another Astra, and so it didn't, that was that. And then against his Palana, um, I'm struggling to remember now. I think I just managed to get a load of big medium digs on him, mm. and managed to get a few key agendas, um, and he just didn't see the right things at the right time. I don't think he didn't see a lot of money. I don't think as well. So I was making him spend a lot of his money on lights over R and D, but then just trashing up parasite as well. That's what was quite nice about taking out clot, is that you can include more space for mm. other things as well. So it means you can have three data suckers and three parasites as well. Yeah, that's nice. Because which that was one of the things I was really lacking is that I need three. You need three data suckers that you need to see just to be able to get those counters on there, just so you could the first time get rolling. Yeah. yeah. Um, but later on I did find the Parasite is actually quite important to that deck it basically lost me a game where I didn't see a Parasite cool what was the um, the uh, like split of runners and corporations um, it was there was a lot of it was mainly Haley, Kate uh, Wizard um, I, I don't think the uh, stats are up yet okay. I need to uh, I need to speak to you Hide your Keith about that but um, yeah it was a lot of mainly Shaper and Anarch Mm. Not as uh, I think there was actually more shaper than nano for once. Okay, well, um, shaper is in a strong position. I find, I find, I, look, I feel. Yeah, they are. Like hey, there's uh, I think just as much Haley as uh, Kate. Or well, there seemed to be a lot of it flying. Yeah, around. well, that uh, pitchfork deck that came on the front page of Netrunner DB, mm. I think, really uh, yeah. kind of set a trend. Yeah, exactly. It's the one and, with like cash in it as well. Uh, maybe oh yeah yes it does cash it's and then, cash, and then, and then you've got, got a couple of one shots uh, sorry uh, one of such as like hunting grounds yes you've also got I think they use um, oh, what's the new shaper resource called artist colony oh yeah 100% yeah that's it they use uh, fan site and artist colony yeah, to yeah. get out whatever they do like, especially with clot yep. that actually caught me out in my third game against uh, what was his name Vikrash not Vikram as I always wanted to say <laughs> uh, he was, Vikram uh, it's only two influence is it? Yeah, I know. I would have thought it would have been three, but it's two. I put that's, it not, that's not a bad challenge, like, well, I, I was. Uh, that's exactly it. I built my Polana deck, and I was like looking at ice that I could mark as body brain damage with, and so obviously Victor was quite nice. Yeah. But then that Victor's two influence. Vikram is also two influence, yeah. and is an absolute beast of a piece of ice. It's interesting that Victor 2 is three, but then Victor, uh, Vikram 1 is only two, but maybe it's, it's, a, it's a one, so you can click it. Mm. more easily yeah probably mm. is it not a bit risky with the trace though I suppose but it depends on the bard state I suppose yeah I've got I've got, I put one victor one uh, vikram in that's fair that's fair um, so what about the for the carp side then what kind of carp you said uh, Gaz won it with HB uh, yeah there was a uh, there was a decent amount of HB floating around um, mainly ETF pretty much ETF yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, a and then a lot of yellow as well. A lot of yellow. A lot of yellow, as standard is at the moment. There was a little bit of Jinteki there, wasn't there? There was. I know uh, Gary and Ryan were both running. Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah, there was. Um, yeah, there was, there was a few Jinteki. I can leave, yeah, it was Gary, Ryan, Tom, Ken, obviously Palana, and then there was a, maybe a few others there. Uh, there was one Wayland. With, one Wayland. Uh, Matt Chapman playing. Um, <laughs> he played a transaction Wayland deck. Okay. Um, <laughs> he realised he put a non bow in there. 
A what? A, like, a non-blow is a combo that doesn't work. <laughs> they're, they're, they're diametrically opposed, where no, you okay. put in a um, construction company, not realising that you can only do it with face-up agendas. Or face-up cards. Oh, shit. And he put no face-up agendas in his deck. <laughs> Luckily, though, he said it never really became an issue. <laughs> but, but that's... It's not exactly a positive. No, no. That is literally the definition of a non-blow. A non-blow. It's just two cards that just don't work together. That's funny. Yeah, poor man. So the only the only Wayland representative was Corset Wayland. Yeah. Cool. As Corset Wayland's not even that bad. Like, it's not great, but it's not that bad. Like, you've got enough transactions, I think, to choose from. Yeah, and there's, an, there's a new transaction going down the line, which is quite nice. The one we I mean, get, we... If, if you like money, that's the idea for you. It doesn't do anything else other than that, other than have a lot of money. It's possible to do a rush out of it. I think CJ took it to the um, charity one in Sheffield and did yeah. fairly well with it. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of slightly inferior to other ones. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But I suppose, it's, again, it, I think it just depends on the, how good the transaction are you're using. Because mm. it depends what... Yeah, you've only got a limited space that you're going to be putting in, like, 12 slots, mm. maybe, for your transactions. Yeah, uh, were there any highlights were there, like, any uh, players that made anyone, like, shout out? Um, I can't remember, actually. I mean, it was, I don't want to say no, because that makes it sound really boring, <laughs> but not particularly. I mean, it was, I, was, I don't know, I was just fairly focused, because I was pretty much playing on the top tables from... Uh, like round one yeah two, so, so you won your first one outright how did you do in your second one uh, won that one as well outright yeah yeah so it was first against Tom Kent and then that uh, 4-0 him then against uh, Stephen from Manchester we were 4-0 and then I played uh, against Vic Rash Vic Rash uh, and then I split against him okay uh, and what one uh, his runner okay. he managed he got to four points and then he managed to sneak four points off the top of my deck right. which is just a bit of a bummer um, and then um, with four rounds uh, yeah no, my last one was actually against Gary B okay, and nice. uh, all I needed to do was yeah all I needed to do was uh, oh no maybe I played him round three but anyway I, well, I, I can't remember which round yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed to split my last round and I did um, I, was, I played Gary in three and then Vic Crash in the, in the uh, uh, in the last one because uh, the one the one that I lost was NBN I was in a really strong position I probably could have pulled it out and won mm-hmm. uh, but he just obviously sniped in the two off the top Sealed it, but that would have meant that I would have actually won Swiss, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, because we were all, all four. Top, the only the top four was, was everyone who was on twelve. Okay. And top four was uh, myself, uh, Ashley Bullard from Leeds, mm-hmm. um, and Evil Gaz, and then Timo. Do you know Timo? Yeah, yeah, I recognise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the round glasses. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think Timo's playing uh, Haley and NEH, mm-hmm. and Ashley was ETF and. Would have been Kale uh, Haley, I think. Oh, fair enough. Um, and then, yeah, I played against uh, playing against Timo in the first round, and he kind of yeah, he dicked all over my on the NEH. But he is a fairly good player, Timo. He's one of the better ones. And then, um, yeah, actually by um, by sort of round three, because I've I've had a cold basically since the day of the tournament. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> I was feeling fairly shitty by the end of it, and it was like, right, I'm probably not going to be able to. I'm probably not going to win this. So I, I don't think I put my heart and soul into the, uh, the one against Ashley. It didn't help though that it took me about half my deck to see a Faust because I dropped two Faust, uh, and then I didn't see a Parasite at all. Mm. And it was it was basically giving me my cards backwards, where only it was like giving my mediums, my late game cards first. Didn't see data stuff or anything like that. It was just you know, it was 
He was just slapping a gentleman's down. You got anarched, basically. That's literally literally what I said. Yeah, I anarched myself. Yeah. But, you know, that's like one in a hundred games is where that'll happen. It's just... Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's that's, that's why people... I remember back in the day, I always used to say that anarch would never be, uh, like, toppest of tiers because of the inherent, like, anarch. Yeah. The next, obviously, those people are wrong. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Yeah, no, it's true. It can happen, guy. You can get your deck, can, your nana deck especially can just fuck you. Can just fuck but you. in the same way that an nana deck can completely fuck the call. Oh, 100%. You can get that 100%. god hand of noise where it's like you're yeah. just getting everything you need and you're milling perfectly. Or, and just or like, ma- or Max with her draws. Oh, like, yeah. Their absolutely. draws go perfect yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of deja vu, deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually played a game of Max and I milled every single recursion card in my deck. That's pretty much what happened to, uh, with Boosie against me in uh, York. Really? He milled pretty much all of his recursion and saw all of his money. <laughs> but yeah. again, that's our, I suppose Max is the most anarchic. Uh, so is that Star Champions season over then? Pretty much. That's yeah. I'm fairly sure that Huddersfield was the last one because I think they all had to be done by the end of March. Sweet. So is regional? Does regionals roll around pretty quick then? Not really. Um, I think the earliest regional is like May. May. Yeah, I think it's like middle of May. Cool. Uh, I think we're looking to go because also well Tom's uh, how many packs are going to be out by the time regional rolls around ooh let's think uh, what month is it now end of March so we're going to get Democracy and Dogma probably well we've got all the spoilers for Democracy and Dogma now so it's probably about two weeks out so that's what the second week of April mm-hmm. so we've got April for Democracy and Dogma uh, we, yeah we may have What's it called? Solset Island, I think it is that one. It's the fourth one. Uh, I, I don't think, think I've seen that far ahead. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think that one's going to be out in like May, but we're not sure if it will be out in time for the one in Birmingham. So there's certainly going to be, a, hopefully, a, a more deck, more, a few more deck types emerging. Democracy as the Dogma cycle continues. Is going to be a massive shift. Oh, is, because is that's where the turning wheel. No, 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 no. Democracy and Dogma is where we get Councilman and oh, uh, Pollock. Of course. When does the turning wheel come in? Uh, that, I believe, is... Because uh, that's Salsa big Island. for criminals, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, let me just double check. I believe that is Salsa Island, though. Uh, but uh, Democracy and Dogma is going to be such a huge shift in the meta. Mm. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be so interesting. It's, 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 it'll be nice. Because it's, it's going um, to be the time where everybody's playing it, and then, like... All those corpses that... We'll need to make an cash. adjustment. But then people will play it a little bit less as it finds its place and how many people should be running and what decks should be running it. Yeah. And the corpses are going to have to find a balance again. Yeah, exactly. Because they'll have shifted to the extreme against uh, Councilman and Plop. They're gonna, then they'll have to find a balance after that. It's going to be interesting just to see how it pans out. I mean, just but thinking about it, though, and, um, like... Okay, it's not going to make them completely obsolete or completely useless. No, no. It's, it's going to be, like, the same kind of... What I found, actually, is that because I have to play it against three shapers... Yeah, I played against three shapers in, um, uh, on the weekend. And I found that the dance you have to play around clock now mm. is actually quite a big part of the game. Right, yeah. It, well, if you're playing fast, if, you play fast, if you're playing purely yeah. fast events like my NEH is, yeah, yeah, it now it then becomes a game of chess where yeah. you're trying to maneuver. It's a big part of the game, but you've got answers and you've got solutions. Yeah, it just makes it more interesting actually, because otherwise, it's like against yeah. like criminals, just like oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna find a gymnast and score them, and it's just like yeah. a it's your, yeah, it's just a uh, conveyor belt or a asteroid train. <laughs> um, 
but it's I wouldn't say it makes it enjoyable but it makes it frustrating sometimes we're yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, it just makes, it's uh, makes, it makes uh, it interesting yeah it is it makes it more interesting I think that's what's going to happen with those decks like ETF and uh, you know Jinteki Glacier mm. or anyone that kind of re- relies on Caprice Ash or like upgrades as well but then again it is going to affect fast advance mm-hmm. because it's going to be very interesting to see which archetype kind of gets hit the most to be honest do you think it's Glacier that gets hit more than fast advance uh, I would say so because I mean, think of it like the like councilman is more of an issue for uh, fast advance than political optimists. Right. Because political optimists don't really get a chance to get in there before they've done what they need to do. Got you. So political optimists only really hit San San and CDS. Right. There is no... Silence is gold. Sorry, sorry. I'm trying to think about it. Um, <laughs> no, when, so with San San, the way that the, uh, the corp can get around it the first time... Yeah. If you go install, install advance, 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 res, yeah. score. Yeah. That's the first time you can get it off that way. So actually, it basically means that uh, if you try and use that one again, they'll hit pull up, uh, hit it with pull up. Right. Yeah. So that means you just use a little Samsung, mm-hmm. which is not that bad at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. CVS as well. Again, there's no. It's you can do the same thing again, but you pop it, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What else does fast advance need? Yeah, not nothing. Yeah. So it's not that bad. Councilman is the main issue though, right? Because it stops you resing that Samsung. But yes. again. Ugh, you have to spend 12 credits and you can get another one raised unless they've got another councilman on your board yep. that being said though they're stopping you by paying 6 credits which is still substantial yes that is a big hit to the runner at this point mm-hmm. um, but yeah councilman hits um, still hits like it's Caprice more stuff like Caprice it's more like Caprice, uh, Caprice Caprice and Ash Batty even um, yeah councilman stops Batty yes Pollock doesn't because Batty reses and uses his thing yep. in the same window. Right, yeah. Uh, but again, same with Caprice. Uh, Caprice and Ash still suffers from Pollock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to hit Ash on my teeth. And Caprice, to be fair. You, you'll have to be um, very... You have to... I think what everyone needs to do when they when they get Pollock is read specific the timing windows for when you make a successful run. Yeah. Just so everybody knows exactly when you can use your thing, when they need to res Ash. Mm-hmm. So we can all just fucking make it so we don't have to mention it in a game and go through it specific. Like when Clot first came out, it's like, oh, yes, install. Yes, yeah. am I making this clear enough? But now, like that sort of pause is enough because everyone's kind of yeah. expected to yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, well, like Vic Crash called me out because I, I completely didn't realise he could uh, pop his um, artist card to get out of Clot. Oh right. I was yeah. one credit short of doing it though. I had a uh, CVS on the board and I have five credits. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, I think we'll wrap that up there. Yeah. I mean, I think the next time we record will probably be after Democracy and Doggers out. I mean, we've got. Oh yeah, Democracy and Doggers. Did you call it? No, it's a Democracy and Dogmas out. The Democracy of Doggers. <laughs> um, but we've got the videos. Oh yes, I know. We yes. will be getting those. Tom came very kindly uh, videoed. Uh, a bunch of the games yeah we'll be getting those up week by week hopefully uh, yeah and we'll be doing commentary <laughs> Yay. right say bye Steve bye Steve bye Steve Alex say bye Steve say bye Steve bye Steve <laughs>